A little piece of good news. The Commission on Military, National, and Public Service says young Americans today are interested in service. But many just don't know how. And for some, there are too many barriers to serving. The current government shutdown is one of those big, immovable barriers. But the commission says even during a government shutdown like this one, commissioners are optimistic that government can expand access to public, national, and military service, improve opportunities to serve, and encourage participation in service. We get more now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. There might be a small, tiny bright spot amidst the darkness of the current government shutdown. Even as 800,000 federal employees are furloughed or working without pay, Americans are still interested in the idea of public service, even if the numbers don't show it. Just 4 in 10 Americans say they've ever considered military service. 71% of Americans ages 17 to 24 don't even meet the requirements to serve in the military. Meanwhile, millennials make up 35% of the private sector workforce, but make up 17% of the federal workforce. But the Commission on Military, National, and Public Service says these numbers are low because Americans don't know about all the opportunities they have to serve. Congress tasked a commission of 11 members back in 2015 to find ways to encourage more Americans to serve their country. The commission has an interim report out now. It covers about a year of work. And that's when the commission traveled to all nine census districts, including 15 states and 24 cities, to hold town hall-style meetings with the public. Commissioners met with over 300 organizations, including members of Congress, military leaders, federal employees, nonprofits, and academics. The commission says it wants to increase public awareness, expand opportunities, and encourage more participation in service. But today, there's not too many barriers to actually get involved. Mark Gearin is the commission's vice chair for national and public service. He also serves as the director of the Harvard Kennedy School's Institute of Politics and once led the Peace Corps. As a former college president and Peace Corps director, I can attest, and Janine Kennedy as well from higher education, the demand that exists among this generation. They want to make a difference. They're idealistic. It's very pragmatic idealism. But they're looking for ways to make a difference. Our job, as the chair said, is how do we broaden the awareness of the streams of service that are out there? How do we uh, make recommendations and policy ideas to resource and support those opportunities that could be more robust and fulsome? How do we break down the barriers that exist? Today's government shutdown is one of those barriers. Commission Chairman Joe Heck. And we want you to know that we are discussing the impact that these kinds of developments have not just on you, but on the Americans that you serve. We know there are individuals with a great desire to serve our country who feel their contributions are not appreciated. There are others for whom political developments such as the shutdown are just another barrier, making it harder for them to serve or discourage others from considering a career in public service. We have these Americans in mind as we discuss potential policy recommendations. You are not forgotten. We are thinking about you. And one thing we ask of you is not to lose the drive that led you to a career in public service. Putting the government shutdown aside, though, for a minute, there are other barriers that the commission says are discouraging young Americans from entering public service. And many of them will be familiar to the federal community. Here's Heck again. One of the uh, recurrent themes that we heard as we talked to individuals who had considered a career in federal service uh, was that the hiring process is far too slow and far too cumbersome. 
Uh, USA Jobs takes far too many clicks uh, for today's millennial to navigate in order to be able to get to a job position. Uh, in addition, the process just to get brought on uh, when it stretches out six to eight months is far too long for a millennial who's looking for a job today. And so they're discouraged by not just the process uh, of trying to get the job, but then working their way through the wickets in order to be able to report for work. They get a better offer somewhere else, uh, and then they totally uh, leave the thought of coming into federal service. Federal agencies and the military need to do a better job of picking up applicants that might not be eligible for military service or might not make the cut at the Peace Corps. But there's other opportunities where they can serve. Alan Casey is a member of the commission. This is the first time a commission has ever looked at service collectively, military, national, public service. We need to build off of that and knit a better system together. Seventy percent of the patriotic young Americans who volunteer to serve in our military are turned away for various reasons of being ineligible. And their applications just go into the trash bin. Why don't we have them referred to the Peace Corps or AmeriCorps? Because they want to serve. Guerin agrees. He says he's watched his former agency turn thousands of applicants away and sees an opportunity to create a better pipeline for some of those applicants to give other programs a try. There's demand. There's a great deal of interest. When I was director of the Peace Corps, we had 10,000 applications for service. We were able to accept 3,500. So the nation needs to understand that we're turning away literally thousands of Americans who are raising their hands, demonstrating their interest to make a difference in some of the most desperate places on the planet. And the same is case for other services. So the good news is more and more millennials and younger Americans want to serve. One of our commissioners, Davidson, is a a university president. Anyone in higher education can reflect on that. So it's both the awareness and then breaking down some of the barriers uh, to service. The commission's interim report doesn't describe too many concrete or detailed policy ideas, but it shows what direction the commission is going. On public service, the group is considering a public service corps program. It would be similar to the Reserve Officers Training Corps and would offer scholarships or special classes to college students in exchange for their commitment to serve in the federal workforce. A new optional federal benefits package is on the table, too, And so is a sort of civilian reserve program for former federal cybersecurity employees who could be called back to work in specific times of need. Then there's the selective service. The future of that is up for grabs, too. Deborah Wada is the commission's vice chair for military service. So the commission is actually looking at um, whether we still need it, whether if we do need it, whether it should be changed to meet the needs of the future. And some of the issues that we are looking at is that we were directed by Congress was if it is to be maintained and if we do look at it, should we, one of the changes is, should we include women? And as uh, you might know, this, there was the impetus actually for the the creation of this commission. And it's a, a large question that was given to us. And we're looking to the American public's input. And we've heard a lot from individuals and we continue to seek input from others. The other uh, issues that we're looking at is whether we should include special skills to meet the future needs of the national security. As the commission's report suggests, service means different things to different people. And the commission ultimately wants to come up with a series of actionable steps that both Congress and the executive branch can take to create a variety of service options for the next generation. The final report to Congress is due by March 2020. Ultimately, though, the commission wants to create a culture where public service is popular. It's universal. 
Here's Gearin. We provide the kind of access that Americans would, young Americans would really think at some point that they would not be the outlier if they were a service, that everyone would be thinking of ways to do that. That's the aspiration that we have. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.